0: girl, Ugly ain't the half. Look at you. Well, you got blue teeth Hi, welcome to the Justin Robert Young Show. I'm Justin Robert Young. I eat too much for lunch, man. I don't know what it is, dude. Jeez, my guy. Like, I just eat too much for lunch. Like, I work by myself. I try to cook my own food I try not to go out to lunch all that often I know what I'm putting in my lunch But man, I eat too much of it Too much goddamn lunch, man I just look at At this point, I eat Three, sometimes four meals a day I break down my diet I wake up, I have two eggs Fried And sometimes I'll come back from like working out or whatever. And I'll eat as a little salad, little, little, uh, some tomato, cucumber salad. Right. And that's before lunch. Right. So then I'll try to get a lot of my work done as much work done as I can. And then I'll sit down and eat lunch. And sometimes I just eat too goddamn much. I just feel so full. I have impulse control problems when it comes to my food. I just eat it. I eat. It's so a pork chop today and some carrots. That's what I ate pork chop and carrots. Pork chop and carrots went into my belly. And I made two pork chops. I didn't eat both. I'd be even, oh, God, I'd be even more of a lump right now if I had eaten both pork chops. Can you imagine that world? I mean, what a bizarre what-if scenario if I had eaten both those goddamn pork chops. I mean, I, I ate one, and it was pretty fast, man. I, I, I snarfed that bitch down, and then I was still hungry, so what did I do? I ate the rest of the carrots. Normally, I'd have one pork chop and some carrots left, but no. Now I just got one pork chop. Now I just got one pork chop. What the hell's that supposed to do for me? One pork chop? I mean, I already ate too much lunch. What am I gonna do with another pork chop? Probably save it for tomorrow. Am I gonna eat that? Am I gonna add that to the lunch that I'll eat tomorrow? Maybe that'll be a chicken breast tomorrow. Am I gonna add a pork chop on top? Am I gonna chop them up? Pork and chicken? Is that what is that what's gonna happen? Is that oh god damn. I'm just in such a mood because my belly's too full. You guys have to know how this feels and your belly is just too goddamn full. I've always been like this, though. I've always just eaten too much for lunch. And I don't know how many I don't often overeat for dinner, but I very often overeat for lunch. I very often eat too much for lunch and then I feel like the next like two hours after lunch I just can't they're the least productive time of my day I feel like I'm going around the dark side of the moon and that is two hours of post-lunch life that I can't get back and it's very frustrating when I'm the only person in my office and I just sit there and look at myself and say why aren't you working you already checked Reddit how many new clips from Smackdown can be on r slash (sighs) squared circle Does anybody have tips for this? I need tips. I mean, maybe this is why people do meal prep. Is this why people do meal prep? You'll sign up for something and then people will be like, here, we pre-portioned everything out. Just don't eat anything more. Bet you if I got meal prep, you want to know what would happen? I'd heat up that fucking pork chop right again. And I eat that goddamn pork chop on top of that meal prep. There'd be whatever Szechuan noodles that they sent me. And next thing you know, boom, the pork chop shows up. Oh, God ate too much for lunch, man I'm just in a weird mood I got excess I got excess energy to burn I got a belly I got a full belly And I want to do a backflip, man Call me Kevin Owens That's what That's what I'm feeling like right now Maybe it was something in that pork chop Maybe that pork chop Was just a, a deceptively juicy pork chop It wasn't really I overcooked it It was in the air fryer Put it in for too goddamn long should watch it. I like that air fryer, man. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good device. Because what you got there in that air fryer is uh uh you just, you know, kind of throw a little bit of uh maybe just mist a little uh olive oil on something, toss a little seasoning on it, chuck it right there in the air fryer, bada bing bang boom. It's done real fast. But you can't really watch it because it's it's it, it's enclosed in a thing. So like you got to pull it out anytime you want to check to see how it's doing. It's probably not that big of a thing I'm probably making it a bigger thing than it is It's probably because I'm just very frustrated Because I ate too much for lunch Man I ate too much goddamn food for lunch Who does it well Because I swear to god If if somebody comes up to me At the Out of Bounds Comedy Festival Next week August 27th uh, Hideout Theater OOBfest.com Live Night Attack featuring Tom Merritt If We, like, if you do that or you come up to me at Dragon Con, Atlanta, Georgia, Labor Day weekend, my live show is Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock, the podcasting track. Might not be 2 o'clock, but it's definitely Saturday afternoon. Like, and you tell me, "Hey, hey, man, I know the secret, or, like, I eat a perfectly balanced lunch. I feel like I eat lunch... And then I immediately feel like a million bucks. I go from feeling a little bit peckish to feeling like a million bucks. I would find that more impressive than you telling me that you had a billion dollars or you had uh, just a gigantic penis. Whether you were a man or a woman, if you told me you had a gigantic penis, that would be very impressive, right? Right. Uh, but I would find it less impressive Than if you told me that you are Perfectly able to eat the exact Right amount of food for lunch Because I've never been able to do that Ever Ever in my life As evidenced by what happened right now During this segment When I kept trying to think of things to say And everything began with I hate, I had too much goddamn food for lunch, man Oh, we got another one, friends. We got another one. Another stupid dating trend. Oh, boy. Gather round. Gather around, citizens in the seats of the Coliseum, and watch your boy, Justin Robert Jerbs, decimate, disembowel, and, and and dishearten the next dating trend. Oh, all of these are the goddamn same. A bunch of sociopaths running around with bad behavior or some little faux pas that's blown up into something ridiculous just because, obviously, dating is an ugly thing. A lot of times, things get screwed up. People get hurt. That's just a part of the game. We don't need to make everything into a dating trend, but anything for clicks, dog. Anything for clicks. This one comes from The Guardian. The latest dating trend is dog fishing. Dog fishing is when in your profile on a dating app, you post somebody else's dog. A dog that doesn't belong to you. And I'm here to tell you that this trend is 100% absolutely real <laughs> it's a real one i mean i've known people that have done this this is actually not fake this is actually something that is kind of a funny cultural moment uh uh in in our our modern romance uh uh as it is unfolding out there in the world but i have been told so so apparently and you guys please hit me back especially if you're on the dating Apps. uh, uh, Let me know where on the grand list of sins posting a picture of you and a dog that is not yours is. Like, because I don't tend to think it's necessarily that big of a thing. But then again, I'm not on the app, so I don't know. I don't really have a valid opinion on this. Here's what I heard from a friend. That if you are on the apps... That your series of photos should be as follows. Number one, just a good photo of you. That's the first one. uh, uh, You know, just good, well lit, having a good time. This one, you can be a little serious, but you shouldn't be frowning. The next one, teeth. Smiling so you can, so it's very clear that you have functioning teeth. The better your teeth, the better. But even if you don't have great teeth, literally showing that you have structural integrity in your mouth and not George Washington's wooden dentures is something that is important. Number three flexibility. All right. This was a weird one that I heard from a friend of mine, but I guess it kind of makes sense. You in some kind of situation, That does not necessarily have to be athletic like you don't have to be powerlifting, nor do you have to be running or doing yoga, but something that just shows even if it's like a silly photo that you're like kneeling or leaning or showing some kind of limber element of your life. Again, I didn't make the rules here. This is what was this is what was told to me. Number four friends a picture of you and multiple people bonus points if there's a non-threatening girl in there uh, uh, or if she's gonna be hot she better look like you because she better be your sister or your cousin uh, uh, but that that makes it that's fun, right? Not necessarily out at a club doesn't have to be drinking. just something that demonstrates that you have people in your life that you could take a photo with. But here was the last one a dog. Have a dog in your photo. And if' I'm, if I'm breaking it down, you know, I guess this shows these like very basic levels of need that happen within our human psyche. be they dental health is important. Uh, uh, the idea that you can at least like walk for a, a period of, of space, right? That you can meet friends. And then when it comes to the dog thing, that you can care for something. That you have not only the ability to care for something, but also the joy, the pride and joy in what you have taken care of to take a picture of it. So, man, I would love to trash this dating trip. I would, but I don't think I can. (laughs) I feel like this one is real. What The only thing I don't know is whether or not people are upset about it. Because I feel like if I were single and I were on these apps, I, I would probably take a picture with one of my friend's dogs. And then if I were asked about it, I would say, yeah, it's one of my friend's dogs. It was just a funny photo. I, I liked it. You know, like I don't feel like that would necessarily be a total... A uh, uh, deal breaker, but then again, I don't know. Why don't you hit me up in an email? Hey, speaking of emails. like to email the show, head on over to your email device of choice and send me one at jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Ken writes, I wasn't surprised to hear about this high-ranking porn star who I definitely have never heard of and her lack of porn money because I've always suspected that pornography is a shady industry, but maybe that's from all those years at church camp. But then I realized Pornhub or whatever that service is called, is YouTube, but with the barrier to entry being that you have to upload pornography. I know that uh, that's a big uh, to-do, sorry, no doy thing to realize, uh, worthy of today I learned, or high thoughts. Anyway, assuming Pornhub had a monetization model similar to YouTube with a similar-sized audience. Again, I'd have no way of knowing. But a smaller pool of contributors, I could only assume. Maybe there's money to be made after all. Anyway, it got me thinking about this other thing I was thinking about. If there was a social media platform, basically Facebook, but in order to gain access, you had to share a naked selfie, your home address, and a juicy secret about yourself. There'd have to be human moderators to determine if the secret was juicy enough. What do you think the platform would be like? A basket of deplorables or a utopian oasis? Well, Ken... I guess would you be saying that it would just be Facebook so like all the content would basically be Facebook but to get in you'd have to show these things because if that's the point then I don't really get I mean you probably just get a lot of fit people who wouldn't mind sharing a naked picture of themselves like is it. A social network for people that want to show themselves naked because I think that there's plenty of forums and connection points for that I don't know I really don't know what what it would be uh, uh, you know is it like okay if you misbehave enough we're going to post this that would be cool If it's like you got to share a naked selfie of yourself and then if you disrespect our TOS, if you are getting kicked out, we literally just we're going to post your naked selfie on Twitter. And so then there's just a Twitter account that's very popular wherein it's like Blank has been kicked out. See his dick or her boobs. Or both. 2019. Like that would be interesting. That I mean, if the goal is that you would hew people people closer to the TOS, then I get that. But it's basically Facebook with blackmail. Anonymous Diamond writes, and you want to know what? I've actually had a few of these emails sitting around that I think Wednesdays I'm just going to talk real talk. It's going to be real talk Wednesday. Because some of them, you know, are are silly in 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 the vein of the show, but some of these are. Uh, 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 for real for real so here we go real talk Wednesday anonymous diamond writes I had a job interview last Friday for what seems to be an awesome gig no more traveling so I'd be home with my kids every night it's at a university so I'd escape the billable hours and sales nightmare that is consulting it's an alma mater so that would be even more special on top of that I think I have a really good shot at getting it I've done all I can I'm going to be a mess if I don't get it though My wife, my therapist, my friends are all awesome. They tell me it's okay to be devastated, and I know that, but another opportunity like this probably won't come along, and I want it bad. So how do I keep myself from thinking about it? Every time I imagine the decision email that's showing up in a week, I feel a tightness in my chest. Half the time I picture myself uh, holding in my notice with a massive smile. The other half is my client is asking why I just started ugly crying. I still have to do my current job, but it'll be hard to focus this week. Any tips? I have no tips for how to not think about something. And I will say in terms of our human brain, which is pattern recognizing, it is very hard. These kinds of things are very hard because your routine in life is very often built on you know, either work or family out and oftentimes work and family are connected because work is how you get the money for family. And if you are a provider, then you know the 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 hunt is is part of everything. So when you are looking at getting something new uh then you know the the the, the pattern will be changing. The pattern could change, but the pattern might not, right? So you have to simultaneously not get too high and not get too low. Now, the other side of this is that once you've kind of gotten yourself really excited about looking around for another job, it can also make your current job that much more annoying. But we're not going to focus on that right now. What I want to tell you is this. Number one, don't think about this as the end-all be-all. It's a gig. And yes, it could be cool. And yes, there are elements that are awesome. But this is by no means the only gig that can make you and your family happy. Might it be? Sure. But you don't know. Very often all the glitters is not gold and, you know, there are, there are a lot of things that go into it. So I'm going to flat out reject your concept there for whatever that means, you know, with a random dude on the internet telling you this. However, I have found that whenever I have applied to something else, The best course of action is to double down at being the greatest possible employee for my current job. Number one, because I think it is just good hygiene, right? You're going to, you're going to go out in a blaze of glory. Number two, there's a functional element depending on how far you've gotten into discussing salary with a new job. Uh, you know, it never hurt a negotiation if your old job was so annoyed to be leave for, for you to leave that they offer you a raise on the way out. And number three, it does just keep your mind off it. Think about all the little things that you could do if you were going to be a mega employee, right? Like uh, how you would order your day if you were like a, a spy. Trying to make sure that everybody at your job thought you were the best, most productive employee of all time. Would you reorder your day so you could uh, wake up early? Would you memorize everybody's lunch order so you could be the one to go out and pick it up? What projects could you finish? What new projects could you start? That would be my that would be my thought, because at least that. I mean, like in a, in a situation like this, what you want to do is avoid downtime. You don't want to give yourself time to think about what could be. The more you can be focusing on what is, the better. And even if it's not, you know, trying to be super employee for your soon to be old job, hopefully. Then focus on a project, focus on something else, literally buy a Lego set, like anything that you need to do to make sure that you are eating innings. You need your brain to be focused on something. Either something very familiar that you're trying to hone or something totally new. That is my real talk. I'd like to thank our producers, the gen, non-specific rock and roll Martian, Steven, Will, James, the OG Brito, Will, and Chris. You can email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, and Instagram at Justin R. Young. Join our Discord at bit.ly slash cherry discord. High thoughts returns tomorrow. Until then, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but more importantly, please don't.